0: away we go with the uh, third hour of the morning show here on a Monday, the last day of July already. We start August tomorrow. Uh, Neil Atkins joining us during the 8 o'clock hour. Morning, Neil. Good morning, Dave. And we also have a special guest in the studio this morning, Tammy from the Alzheimer's
1: Association is here. Hi, Tammy.
2: Good morning. Tammy,
1: good morning. You've got these colorful photographs that you gave us.
0: Of. Yeah, lots of stuff going on I-
1: in
2: advance
0: of the big walk. Walk to out.
1: the end, September mm-hmm. 9th. Look at all these sponsors. These radio stations are wonderful. They are. I they see are. one of my competitors as a sponsor, too, up there. Oh, really? Okay. That's good. They can spend their money, too, so <laughs> we like that.
0: Well, let's talk about the sponsors, Tammy. That's a nice lead into that.
2: Yeah, absolutely. You know, this year it was great. This last week I was over at St. Luke's Hospital. There mm-hmm. are our new presenting sponsor for this year, and they just did a big internal kickoff. Um, They wanted to be supportive, and it was so sweet how many people were wandering through the halls and just saying, Thank you for doing this. Oh, you're walking for my dad. Oh, this really makes a difference. And a lot of stories were shared, and so their heart is in it, trying Mm -hmm. to help build that healthy community and letting people know that they don't have to do it alone. There's only six Mondays until the walk, so... (laughs)
0: Time is drawing short. It
2: is, it is. And for kind of fun, on a Tuesday night, you could go to Vikra, Mm -hmm. um, August 8th. They're having Purple Cocktail Night. So if you haven't been to Canal Park for a while this summer, a lot of times we avoid it... Locals, we don't go down there. But on a Tuesday night, it's the perfect time to yeah. go to Canal Park.
0: Uh, v has got a great selection of...
2: <clears throat> Lots of Drink liquor.
0: Yeah, I'm Drink not sure what they use in the purple uh, cocktail. but
1: Well, they mix something in there.
0: I'm so. sure, yeah. You know.
2: I'm sure it'll be fun. <laughs> they it'll have be a very
1: mixologist fun. there that does their That's best. That's right.
0: Okay, that'll be a week from uh, tomorrow
2: night. Right, right. Well, and then Kohler Blood Drive, get uh, registered for that. Mm-hmm. This is a great way to get your T-shirt. If you can get four people to sign up... Kohler will donate $25 each time someone donates wow. blood during this blood drive. And also, those who donate will get a special little a pint-for-a-pint pint coupon, so they can take that coupon <laughs> to one of their local breweries and refill that pint with something a little bit uh, different than what they donated. I think so, that's
0: a pretty good deal. It's a pretty Absolutely. good deal. Now, yes. how do we get registered for the walk? There's still time to do that, I would assume.
2: Absolutely. ALZ.org slash
0: and you got uh, what the twin ports, basically both Duluth and Superior, as one now, right?
2: Yes, and that is September 9th. Then mm-hmm. we're up on the range in Chisholm at the Minnesota Discovery Center on the sixteenth. And if you happen to be going toward Brainerd Lakes, that is the twenty third of September. So right. there's no excuse; you can you can <laughs> fit it in somewhere.
1: So where does the walk start and end?
2: It is taking place at the deck, so we're starting at 1 o'clock. They call it registration time. I call it the pre-party. Uh, <laughs> 2 o'clock, we have the ceremony, and the walk will follow right along the lake walk, yep. up to Fickers as far as you want. For sure, you want to get all the way to Endian Station. There'll mm-hmm. be a special little stopping spot there, and then um, Promise Garden nice. is happening. It's just a really it's a great event. That
0: sounds great. As always, thanks for stopping in. I appreciate it.
2: Thank you so much for having me.
0: Have a good rest of the day. We're at eight fifteen, and Bruce Siski is up next. And Bruce has got a look at sports this morning. Not a very good uh, weekend for any of the local baseball teams, by the way. As both the uh, Twins, rotten Dave, and the Brewers, rotten, and the Huskies too, ended up losing their games Uh this week. Yeah,
3: since the last time we saw each other on Friday, Neil, the (laughs) Twins, Brewers, and Huskies combined for zero wins.
0: Gee,
1: (laughs) and they all played three games. Yeah. Something was wrong there, huh? <sighs> yeah. Were they all at the same uh, 24-hour uh, night party or something, or
0: what? <laughs> uh, not that I know of. That'd be something, though. I guess this it's kind happen. of pitching that did them all in when you come to think about
3: yeah, it. Yeah, the Twins uh, the twins had a couple of bullpen meltdowns mm. to go with the bullpen meltdowns they had last week at home against Seattle. And then yesterday the offense didn't show up. The Brewers scored 18 runs in three games and allowed 29. Oh, geez. I mean, eighteen runs over three games. You think you're going to win one? Right. You should win one, at least one. They Shit. won none.
0: Yeah.
3: And uh, the Huskies. Yesterday was a tight game, but they gave up mm-hmm. a bunch of runs this weekend as well against Thunder Bay. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, the uh, Twins are off today. Brewers are at Washington. Huskies have the All Star break. They are off till Thursday. The home run competition for the Great Plains All Star game is tonight in Bismarck. The game itself is tomorrow. Huskies have seven players partaking in the All-Star festivities. Starting today, Vikings re-sign defensive end Daniel Hunter, a one-year deal that will ensure Hunter's a free agent at the end of 2023. The Vikings also give Hunter a no-trade clause so they can't move him this season without his mm-hmm. approval. And they will not put the franchise tag on Hunter after the season, per the wow. terms of the contract. Oh, this,
1: this is Hunter Biden's moving into uh, sports? Neil, I'm sorry, Bruce. I'm Neil. Sorry. Yeah. I had to, I had to do that. You
0: had you had you
3: couldn't I, help yourself. You I heard went, the name yes. Hunter and you
1: just you jumped. I just jumped. Yeah. Especially when we have our Hunter weather guy here. Well, yeah. That's true. A little,
0: you uh, should have gone right to him instead of Hunter. There.
1: But, There's all yeah. sorts
3: of Hunters. I can understand the confusion. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh Link's a road of win yesterday Connecticut 87 83 they've won 3 in a row. They're uh, going to play at Connecticut once again tomorrow. Joel Johnson of Hugo, your Arrowhead Invitational Champion, as he beat Ryan back in 6-5 and five yesterday at Ridgeville Country Club. He beat defending champion Matt Mellon earlier in the day in the semifinals. Shane Johnson, the senior champion, beating Mike Weinkoff, one up.
0: After news at 10 o'clock, guess who has a show, Neil. Right there. Yeah, I know. Bruce Siskey. What's going on today, Bruce?
3: Uh, we're going to uh, just training camp stuff today. I'm going to play back part of my conversation from a couple of weeks ago with Matthew Collar, Purple Insider, talking mm-hmm. about Daniil Hunter Uh-oh. and this uh, situation that the Vikings were looking at and you know what their options were. Obviously, they decided to re-sign him, but they only gave him a one-year deal, which has some risk. We'll talk
0: about all that as well. All right, very good. Thank you, Bruce. 818, the Morning Show continues on KDAL. On this heart of mine. I keep 21 little Johnny Cash All this morning. I keep the Hi. ends
1: for the Johnny Cash, watch the
0: line. Please pull the twine. That's what we used to say. Line. That was an Remember old version movie? of that song,
1: huh? Did you ever see that movie? I did Greg see Lee the Pack movie. was in it. Oh, really? Yeah, he was the sheriff.
0: Oh, I'm and, thinking of a different movie now. Well, oh, Walk the Line. Later the, I walked the line It was kind of a Johnny Cash tribute, I think, but.
1: No, the Walk the okay. Line. Uh, um, another old movie. Yeah, it was uh, Gregory Peck was in it, and wow. uh, he had a tryst with some young hillbilly good-looking <laughs> woman. I can't remember the actress's name. Okay, but she kind of twisted him around her little finger. Oh, and, well, uh, of course. A yeah, long time since I've seen it, but I do recall. It. And of course, that song mm-hmm. was the theme song right. as the sheriff goes down the road, speeding with <laughs> the lights on. Johnny Cash was singing. How about that? Uh-huh.
0: Do you play any Scrabble? I haven't done it in a long time. Me either for a long time, but I guess uh, it's still a popular game. An Australian man has now been dubbed the Scrabble World Champion. His uh, name is David Eldar. He won $10,000 in bragging rights after beating his opponent at the World Scrabble Championship game in Las Vegas over the weekend. There were 132 players competing for the title over the course of the four-day event. Elder played uh, some words like uh, Sosati... Which is S O S A T I E and Thrymsas, T H R I M S A S. I mean, you got to know these words are okay Jeez. before you put them in there. You got to be in the Scrabble dictionary, I guess, to count. But he ultimately, his final word in winning the winning game was women W O M E N, which okay. is pretty common. So good for wow. him, ten thousand bucks and the Scrabble championship.
1: Well, that's quite the deal. Good game to
0: get you thinking a little
1: bit, I guess. Well, it does, and you know, you mm-hmm. uh, you kind of feel dumb once in a while when you're when you, <laughs> you see you, you line those yeah. letters up,
3: but and then you got uh, to
1: figure out some letters yeah. to go in between them. It's almost, you know, it's almost wild yeah. It's likely. not
0: only, uh, I guess, uh, uh, there's a little luck involved in the game too, sure. obviously with the letters that you draw. So,
1: well, I bet you um, people that watch uh, Wheel of Fortune a lot. There's oh, kind of that a, helps, yeah. That's kind of a, a puzzle type, almost mm-hmm. kind of like a Scrabble type yeah. deal in a sense. But, you know, uh, Vanna
0: White is looking for more money now to turn those letters. Is she? She's mm-hmm. already making millions, apparently, but not enough. She well, Pat
1: to... Sajak, they're talking about him retiring.
0: He's going to retire, and they got a new host lined up already yeah. when he does go, so.
1: His daughter's on there as a younger. Uh, yeah. She's uh, I don't younger. know if she's
0: going to continue or not since he's retiring, but
1: I we'll see. Know. I hope she does. But yeah. I I never like I never was into that show so much, but now <laughs> I watch it a little bit because it I happens to be about dinner time and the TV's <laughs> yeah, right. on. And that's
0: the one that happens to be on.
1: It is. It is funny watching. Uh, uh, I had a buddy of mine that watched it religiously, and yeah. he could out guess. Oh yeah, everything. That's I said you got to get on yeah. that show, and I <laughs> right. know what he said. Yeah, I get on it, and then I totally freeze up. That's right. Yeah.
0: It seems so easy when you're sitting in your easy chair. Mm-hmm. Uh, National Avocado Day today. I don't know if you're an avocado fan. I am not. I like but, them.
1: Uh, there, okay. yeah.
0: Apparently, guacamole is made from avocado. Guacamole is yeah, made from it. I'm not a big guacamole fan either. So.
1: And uh, avocados. A uh, uh, couple of restaurants had yeah. uh, sandwiches with sliced avocado on it. Ooh. Added a little bit. The problem is, it gets a little slippery. So, you got the yeah, sandwich. the, the with more the bread stuff on you put on top, the slippery and all of yes. a sudden <laughs> so you might as well just grab your knife and fork and cut right. it up and eat it that way, or else you're you there better you have a bib on because you're slobbing all over well, tomorrow's the big day there,, yes. Dave. tomorrow's it tomorrow you can go out first and, of uh, August yeah you can uh possess marijuana for the first time mm-hmm. in uh. Recent Minnesota. let well, before could, back in the, I suppose. You, could,
0: you should tag that with possessed marijuana legally. I mean, you legally. could always possess marijuana.
1: Oh, yeah. it. Well, it was probably legal yeah. back in the 1800s. Nobody well, talked about that. Well, at that time, nobody that, knew then. what it was, I yeah. said. Well, they'd smoke it. And it's whatever. the wacky weed. Yeah, wacky weed. <laughs> Remember, uh, what was that back in the 30s? Um, they did those scare films to scare people about marijuana. Oh, yeah. Reefer, Reefer Madness. Reefer, Reefer Madness. Madness yeah. Yeah. People it's, getting lost. All crazed and going yeah. nuts over well, smoking the weed. You can find out what it's like now. Starting tomorrow, legally. Well, the cops are. You better be careful there. You people that are uh, right. cannabis fans, because mm-hmm. the police are going to get you no matter what. And they can Drive take high,
0: a, get a DWI.
1: Yep, they can take a. Uh, you are. You are mandated to give a voluntary saliva test. Mm-hmm. As you are, if you're drinking alcohol, and they ask you to do a breathalyzer. Mm-hmm. And if you refuse, they take in. Okay, because obviously you're refusing because you're probably under the influence <laughs> yeah. so so That's the right. uh the police are you cannot uh mm-hmm. drink it you now they have all these uh, beverages that have uh THC infused in yeah, it. right. And if you have an open container of that, that's the same as an open container of beer or booze because really? it's an intoxicant. I have never tried it. I don't know what that does to you, actually. It, uh, it does the same thing that uh, uh, that smoking believe, does? Well, it depends on the... Right now, the I, I, I'm... The stuff that's available right now yeah. is like 3-2 beer in a sense. Oh, I okay? see. Yeah, be... but now after tomorrow... You get the more potent stuff, stuff. ...will become available to the beer <laughs> Okay, uh, wow. microbrew weed, <laughs> so so to speak.
0: All right. Well, I may have to sample it just
1: see what the what it is. I don't know.
0: I don't know. I don't. I never like it. Don't fan. like it.
1: I'm I'm not one of those that. Uh, yeah. Just give me a little bit of bourbon and <laughs> and a beer maybe or something like that. I'm All happy. right. A nice glass of wine. So well. see uh, by the way the fraudsters down in the Twin Cities. Uh, remember that whole uh, <clears> of <throat> feeding Minnesota 250 million dollar caper oh, yeah, the last yeah, yeah, couple yeah. Of years that. Yeah. 60, 80 people have gone to prison defrauding, mostly came out of the Somali and Ethiopian right. communities. finding more cities.
0: people, or what's the deal here? Why well, is this still the Well, what's happened
1: is uh, Minnesota's uh, Education Department is getting an inspector general sure. oh. who can investigate allegations of fraud, waste, and abuse uh, after the agency was scrutinized by the the feeding our future case. Now, why they didn't have that before, so now I now we no got an overseer. But now, yeah, yeah. I... You didn't have one before, right. and well, uh, what's, you know, all this money is thrown around. <laughs> so anyway, it's going on, and right. uh, so they've got that. So the Feeding Our Future uh, spurred the change, and it should have been always there. You always think that. There's watchdogs, but uh, apparently somebody dropped the ball, and uh, this is a big... uh, Even with
0: watchdogs, people are going to find out how to fraud the government. It seems like it never fails.
1: Well, with this whole... uh, IRS
0: or Medicare, any of that stuff gets frauded like crazy.
1: They think it's like a couple 300 billion went up in smoke, more or less, during this whole uh, pandemic deal, all the money that was being thrown around between fraud on unemployment benefits, fraud on PPP loans... Fraud on these feeding programs and on and on and on. They think wow. and they are nailing people and seizing assets, mm-hmm. but some of this money uh, we'll obviously went right. went overseas, and mm-hmm. uh, they've caught people who have applied for unemployment benefits in like a dozen states, and wow. they all of a sudden nail the nail some of them. But there's a whole bunch of them they're going to slip through the cracks and and get by with it. Eight
0: thirty. Oh, well, let's make that eight twenty nine now at KDAL. Uh, It turns out that all of the uh, patients in the old St. Mary's Hospital have been transferred to the new St. Mary's Hospital. That happened yesterday. Well, that must have been a big move. Uh, It started at 7.30 in the morning and was done, I think, seven or eight hours later. Everybody was safe and sound in the new rooms. How many
1: patients did they say they moved? uh, Oh, boy, I'm
0: going to have to go into my uh, files here. That's all right. I'll find it at some point. Let's see. Isn't
1: the new hospital, isn't it a 300-bed hospital, I believe? I don't yeah, think they're... Let's capacity. see.
0: In the hospital, 232 patients transferred yesterday from old to new.
1: Okay.
0: Wow. Uh, using a professional transfer company and 500 essentia volunteers to get all the people moved wow. from one place to the other. Now, of course, that the old place is empty, it's going to go... What are they
1: going to do and with be it? be demolished. Are they really? Yeah. I'm down not down.
0: sure what's going to happen. Maybe parking lots or something, but wow. uh, it won't be there much longer, apparently. Mm-hmm. We'll be back. More of uh, The Morning Show on the way here at KDAL. The British Invasion, the Dave Clark Five. The song is Because. 8.33 now in the morning. Have you seen the new Barbie movie yet, Neil? That's the big movie for the last two weeks. It's not on my uh, (laughs) dance card. (laughs) Biggest? uh, Well, it's already earned $93 million uh, across the U.S. and Canada just this past weekend. Now estimated to have uh, gained $351 million domestically since its release two weeks
1: ago. Well, the actress that plays Barbie, yeah, I I really enjoy her performances in a bunch of other movies. Oh, okay. Well, I think she's been a real good, uh, <laughs> fresh. Uh, she's been in some uh, interesting flicks. She's yeah. been in some uh, uh, pretty uh, uh, crazed movies. Kind of one of those, uh, not an Iron Man type movie, but where they where they oh, have yeah, the yeah, Marvel yeah. the Marvel movies. Right. I I can't of the name of. It, I can't think of her name but, either, yeah. which is kind of sad. But, but she yeah. was in that, and then <laughs> uh, she's got quite quite the presence on the right. on the screen. And uh, right. what what I've seen the clips of her and Barbie, it yeah. uh, looks. Like I'm it not might sure be what, good. what it would be. It's about. an adult it's... version of Barbie. Oh, okay. I, I don't think it's one that you want your four or five year old to watch. Really? Yeah. Wow. I bet you.
0: Barbie and Ken.
1: Barbie and Ken. Okay. The actor that's playing Ken, I don't know if I would have cast him in it, but uh, <laughs> okay. but that's that's moi. But
0: Meanwhile, uh, at number two is probably a movie more to your speed, Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer. Yeah. yeah. Have you seen that one yet? No. That's brought in forty-six million over mm-hmm. the weekend, which probably about half of what uh, Barbie brought in.
1: With, with that movie, there's been quite a, uh, a writing and articles that I've yeah. seen in the Minneapolis paper and the Globe paper on. Actual the yeah uh, what was his name Frank Frank Oppenheimer what wasn't it his I first name I do not recall and uh, the whole deal about developing the atomic bomb back right. in the forties not knowing how it would really react right when they blew it up yeah. they were unsure uh, how well,
0: something totally new obviously. Yeah. You're messing with some things that have never been messed with, mm. the nuclear energy, and what happens when you set it off? Well, they well, found they were out, Well, they kind I of guess. concerned
1: about yeah. that, and uh, fortunately it didn't blow up the world. But not yet. Not
0: yet. <laughs> they keep getting bigger. It wouldn't take too many of them to do the world in now, I guess, yeah, but it's, uh, that's scary. Uh, let's see. What else is going on here? uh, uh well,
1: we got an election coming up here. Uh, well, that's, yeah, still
0: a Eve. little over a week away.
1: Week, a week away, and we'll probably have some candidates come in and check oh, in with really? us. Okay. I see in the News Tribune for School Board, there's yeah. uh, a school board race out here. They endorsed um, a couple of people for for uh, uh, school board. Lauren Martell, and he's run a bunch of times, a guy by the name of Matthew Moses. Okay. Okay. Um, and Martel has been a watchdog. I think he's got an engineering background, but he's been a watchdog of the school district for a long, long time. And Moses has a technology background. And uh, so anyway, that's yeah. uh, on the school district side.
0: Now, and the uh, paper endorses so that... This is the Duluth News preview. Yeah, Pre- yeah is that, that going to be a, a big thing, or does it matter anymore who the paper endorses?
1: Uh, you know, it it gives a little bit of credibility All right. to some candidates. Uh I've had the experience myself, where I've run and Mm -hmm. uh, many, a few times, gotten the endorsement. uh, Many times, didn't, and I, Mm -hmm. I still won one way or the other. Okay, and uh, so it just depends. Um, It gives you.
0: I imagine if you don't want to do the research, hopefully the paper is doing the research for you and can come up. Well, they
1: have an editorial board where they invite all the candidates in to uh, discuss their their campaign and. And, asked and especially in the
0: primary, you don't really have access to what the candidates, each individual candidate might be promoting. or
1: Right, and uh, and in now that the, way, the News know. Tribune is only uh, two issues a week, yeah. and then you've yeah. got to go online and see it. I right. see they came out and endorsed a bunch of at-large candidates, too. Okay. And in the mayor's race, they, they did a, a push, because there's five people in the mayor's race. Yeah. So they basically said that... Uh, Emily Larson and Roger Reiner should be the two in the general ah, election. Well, I would imagine. And they did not mention the other three people who we've uh, never heard from. Right. Uh, well, We've that's, offered all of them to come on the show It here. obviously
0: and, makes it tougher to uh, win when nobody knows who you are. Right,
1: right. So uh, so I all don't right. know. But every anybody, we've always made the offer, any candidate well, that wants to come on the show or call in and tell us how their campaign is going, they're certainly welcome to do mm-hmm. that. And, uh, you know, we'll like to hear from you. Hopefully mm-hmm. we'll... We had Ashley on last week, and we'll probably hear from uh, uh, a couple other candidates here this week. Right. So we shall see. Time is running short. Yes, it is. Uh, if you've got the uh, primary next week, Tuesday already. Yeah, coming up. So you've got uh, all these, uh, the large race mm-hmm. in Duluth and the 4th District for the City Council are on the ballot for the primary, as is the mayor's race. And, in the school district, you have this contested race uh with with a number of uh candidates on uh the the school district so and uh so we'll see what what ends up happening here on this but uh there you go
0: here we go neil stocks opening
1: up up and away
0: yes, higher wall higher. Street looking to close out the month with some solid gains today. All three of the major indices are up about three percent or more during the month of July. So it's the whole a, month has been pretty good.
1: It's been a nice, it's been a nice mm-hmm. rally, to say the least. So hopefully right. it's sustained.
0: Eight thirty nine now at KDAL, we shall return. Huh. That says adventures. It's a Walk, Don't Run, but it's not the original Walk, Don't Run. It's Walk, Don't Run 64. 64. It's a remade, I guess, in 1964 after it came out originally in the
1: 50s. They were the big, uh, big instrumental Yep. back in the day. I
0: I think all through the 60s. In fact,
1: I think I've got three or four record albums (laughs) of theirs that I collected back when I was in high school days. Yeah.
0: It's back yeah. in the days before uh, karaoke or karaoke or however you say it, uh, you'd get the Venture album and they'd do the hits and you could sing along with the Ventures.
1: Like. You could. Yeah. You could and the Ventures uh, also had their originals. Right. And that was the era where you had a lot of the surfing right. songs and you had the... You know, Minneapolis group, the Trashmen, the <laughs> yes, Bird right. Dance Beat, and surfing Birds. Oh, bird. sure, there you go. Yeah. Oh, wow, yeah, there you go. How, how they a became
0: bird. a surfer group from landlocked Minneapolis. Oh, well, we'll you, know, you know.
1: got the river down there. So <laughs> the <laughs> maybe that's it. You so let's the go surfing on the
0: Mississippi.
1: Beach Boys, Jan and Dean, and all those uh, mm-hmm. groups, along with the Ventures. The interesting thing: there were a lot of groups in the fifties and sixties that were instrumentals, and they right. really didn't do the singing. And uh, I always liked the Ventures. I took up the bass guitar for a while when I was a kid. (laughs) Really? Okay, cool. You know, strum a little bit of that. I had a little amplifier and bass, and it wasn't a big one, and I didn't drive my poor mom nuts, so it uh, (laughs) never never did really... play out professionally or anything like that, but it was... Well, like
0: happens with a lot of groups, they were much more popular in Japan than they were here, if I remember right. They used to sell out concerts oh, yeah. well into the
1: 80s in Japan. Well, that, and over yeah. in Europe, too, there's yeah. Americans who mm-hmm. uh, were became big hits in Europe, right. and they never really had much of a mm. a showing here in the United States, so it's uh, kind of interesting. Sadly,
0: right I don't all. think there's any original ventures left anymore.
1: It's Probably not. Well, we uh, had our, our little group, a uh, little garage man that we had. Mm-hmm. We called ourselves the cavemen. The cavemen? Yep. Okay. And we belonged in the cave, let me yeah, tell you. Right. That's about as good as we were. Very good. I like that. <laughs> so, Did you do the uh, got to find a woman?
0: <laughs> I think the cave uh, troglodytes. Oh, the troglodytes.
1: The, yeah, no, that no, that was after us. But, oh, okay. Uh,
0: but... A ban on the old school light bulb starts this week in San Antonio. Oh, no. The school district there has decided to get rid of regular bulbs and go LED. Uh, according to the Environment Texas folks, LED may cost a little more, but they use a whole lot less energy. So the energy department says to move away from incandescent lights will reduce power bills by billions. The ban, which officially starts tomorrow, makes it illegal for stores to sell the old light bulbs although it won't be illegal to own them. So you can still keep the ones you have, but you can't buy them
1: anymore. Wasn't there one of Edison's original bulbs <laughs> back in the day that Still lasted? burning. Yeah, They're I think it might burning. still be on. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, something like that.
0: Well, they used a different kind of filament yeah, think, they did. back they did. then. It doesn't disintegrate like the new ones
1: What's do. interesting is those LED ones, apparently, mm-hmm. I, I think they've got some mercury in them. And if really, they break really them, well. there's, uh, I could be... Uh, but anyway, well, I, I think the fluorescence did. I'm not sure LEDs do. Right, maybe not. Red, yeah. uh, I can't remember which one. But uh, right.
0: But yeah, I, I guess most of mine are now LEDs, and I haven't had to replace them. So they do last longer. They use less energy, and they're still as bright as. So I guess I can't complain.
1: So here's a story. All right. Jeez, I'll tell you. You, you can't make this stuff up, Dave. <laughs> sometimes
0: guys, I wonder you might be making this up, but I don't. I nope. see you actually have a paper in front of you. So chances <laughs> are it's it's for real.
1: Two guys from jolly old England (laughs) have been arrested in the Twin Cities on federal charges who concocted a scam of roof repairs. Oh, yeah. Yep. Between that and driveway repairs. Minnetonk and Robbinsdale homeowners were targeted. Uh, The men are 18 and 20 years old. They're in federal custody. Uh, thanks to a Minnetonka homeowner who grew suspicious of the duo's pitch to do a free inspection. Uh-huh. Apparently, they deliberately damaged homes. Oh no! And then would come in. Let me do a free
0: inspection now. Yeah. Oh, you got holes in your roof here.
1: So oh, the was... the sales job, according to Minnetonka police, involved the two men showing homeowners photos of damage they insisted needed to be repaired, and mm. sometimes offered to drive the unsuspecting. Potential clients to the bank to provide payment. <laughs> yeah. I will bring it to the yeah. bank and uh, yeah. get some money. I... We
0: need the money right now before we start on this project.
1: So, uh, so anyway, the crew presented photos of damage to the chimney, mm. and uh, the later found uh, the woman f- later found broken chimney pieces laying on the ground in her backyard. Wow! Uh, she contacted the company listed in that handwritten invoice, uh-huh. Advantage Construction. Discovered the work crew had no connection to the local firm, uh-huh. and these guys were scamming, and now wow. they're in jail. So uh,
0: do she, your due diligence, I guess, before you sign up on any of these things.
1: it's an elderly woman? Again, they're preying on old people. Well, wrote of a check for a new roof for ten grand. She wrote the check for ten.
0: Well, it's even nastier when you use the actual company, I guess, that is legitimate. Well, and, but, and you don't work for them. That's well, they probably give you sad.
1: a pitch and tell you they're going to yeah. give you a good deal, and of course. Uh, it's terrible stuff. We'll
0: do your driveway. We got some leftover from a job down the street. Well, there's that's the, another scam, I guess. Oh yeah. Uh,
1: there's uh, give uh, give me half the money down now, <laughs> yeah, right. and then uh, and we'll give you a good deal. Yeah. And all well, we're sudden, just passing never, through,
0: so we got to be paid right now. Yeah, that they never we'll show up,
1: and right. and, and uh, the scams are the scams, and you just got to be careful. Be careful
0: that. indeed. Yeah. Eight forty six. We'll be right back. We're not scamming you. It's coming up.
1: The KDAO Morning Show.
0: Clapped an old slow hand and lay down Sally 8.50. Mm. Well,
1: we've got the election coming up next week for the primary. In the 4th District, we have uh, city council uh, candidates. We had one of the candidates on the show, Tara Swenson, and she and uh, one of the other opponents in the primary have been endorsed by the News Tribune. Okay. Salam Witherspoon and Tara Swenson have both uh, been endorsed. And I'm just, this is an opinion page from the News Tribune uh, this past week. And they're saying for Tara, it was when schools were canceled multiple times last winter because roads weren't plowed quickly enough. She Mm -hmm. has little kids. And for Witherspoon, it's a chance to validate the concerns her neighbors have to learn and grow with them and on and on and on. Mm -hmm. So. there were five people running in the primary coming up next week in the wow. 4th District. And the 4th District is Duluth Heights, right. Piedmont Heights, and a part, uh, the West End or Lincoln Park, a little bit of West Duluth. Uh, uh, the cutoff, I think, is uh, just before 40th Avenue West. So uh, so of the five,
0: only two will survive.
1: Two will survive into uh, the general. And the newspaper right. uh, endorses uh, those two. They should be in the general election and, all right. and uh it out there. Well, we shall see. Yeah.
0: Home insurers are insuring less and apparently charging more as they try to find a way back to profitability. Home insurance people have been losing money the last five years. Uh, the higher cost, lower coverage trend uh, extends well beyond Florida and California to other states now that are prone to hurricanes, floods, or wildfires. Since the start of 2023, double-digit rate increases have been approved in over 30 states for your insurance Policies. Arizona, Texas, North Carolina, Oregon, Illinois, and Utah have the biggest total of approved increases, ranging from 20 to 30 percent more to insure your homes. In states like California, some insurers are halting sales of new policies altogether. Storms, natural disasters, inflation, and supply chain issues significantly increasing claims. That has left many insurers still in the red despite all their sharp increases in the premiums. Wow. Paying out more than they're bringing in, insured well, uh, damage in the U.S. from natural disasters topping ninety billion dollars in each of the last three years.
1: Holy cow! Yeah, that's well, a lot. And well, when we had yeah. that big, uh, our uh, big flood blowdown yeah. and the flood here in Duluth, that big windstorm <sighs> with all the trees oh, went down too, okay. and uh, we had trees come down on yeah. uh, my mom's old place, mm-hmm. uh, two of them, and uh, the guys that came out to do the appraisals? The companies, the insurance right. companies, had to bring people out of North Carolina oh assessors, yeah, just adjusters,
0: do all the work. Yeah, because
1: they LL. didn't have LL. enough adjusters around here.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's sad, but uh, we all need insurance because it's tough to pay all that out on your own. So, we shall see. Longtime friend and business associate of Hunter Biden will be in the hot seat today. Devon Archer will appear before the House Oversight Committee and likely share details about all the foreign ventures. And meetings with Hunter, the testimony could channel light on the level at which President Biden may be allegedly involved in those
1: dealings. Yeah, well. So we shall see. So, uh, so back to what's going to happen tomorrow with the legalization of, oh, okay. of marijuana. Yeah. So some people think people are going to run around crazed, smoking <laughs> away, and all that. And I don't think that. I don't think, that's I don't be think the so. deal, but. Uh, Cities like Duluth, Rochester, Minnesota, and a number of other cities are uh, putting together uh, ordinances trying to deal with this. The Rochester City Council unanimously approved a moratorium on cannabis startups until 2025. Hmm. They've joined other Minnesota communities with their own bans as the state grapples with the new rules for legalized uh, use of it. And... uh, Really, the state is not set up. They're in the process of being set up, but right. apparently, uh,
0: takes longer to uh, set up than it did for the thing to take effect. Obviously,
1: yeah. Well, they're legalizing the possession of it, right. but they're also uh, there's not going to be storefronts opening right. up for some time here.
0: Where you get your stuff is still well, that's kind of questionable. <laughs>
1: yeah. and Who knows
0: where it's available or who's going to sell
1: it? So it's it's uh, <laughs> they're going to regulate it, and my question yeah. is is what what uh, uh, authority or what arm of the city? The city has an alcohol uh, uh, and beverage board. It would make sense that that would be the. You would think that would be the one that would license involved. locally yeah. license right. any dealers <coughs> in these substances. Yeah. And uh, again, there's quite a uh, quite a few things that have got to be done before. I suppose before it all happens. So all right, I don't know, pretty pretty uh, pretty complicated when it comes down yeah. to all that, but. And, again, you've got one of the city councilors, Wally, I believe, was all worried about people's rights and being able to smoke in apartment buildings and crap like that. And I'm uh, looking at, fir- first of all, any apartment building that is subsidized uh-huh. with federal money, with low-income housing, it is illegal for you to smoke marijuana there because it is illegal on the federal side right. to be able to do that. Now, most apartment buildings have a smoking ban, so there's a Clean Air Act dealing with that. Yeah. That and uh, so Smoking you,
0: marijuana, too. Although there's other ways to use marijuana besides smoking.
1: Yes. It's, yep. So there's uh, in mind, infused guess. drinks and there's gummies right. and all that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So uh, the point is, if you're going to light up, you mm-hmm. go somewhere where nobody's going to be around and you light <laughs> up. So there <laughs> so, you go. Hey,
0: if you're a racing fan, it's uh, Churchill Downs. will have racing returning this fall. Apparently, they shut things down because of all the horses that have died. Over the Did last they ever come to several a, months?
1: They haven't figured that out
0: yet, have they? Uh speaking on a recent earnings call, the racetrack CEO said the latest review of the track's surfaces and safety protocols found nothing of significance to change. The review triggered after twelve horses died during Churchill Down spring meet earlier this year. Uh, the CEO called the deaths a series of unfortunate circumstances, but apparently it had nothing to do with the track or the uh, uh something you know something fishy there. there. I don't, I that's don't, just that, what that's they're unusual. saying. Yeah. That's so now the track is moving forward with a planned uh, September reopening. I
1: guess. You know, they had, when you think about that, They, when, aside from the horses, I know in the pet yeah. industry, uh, for a while there, this is a few years back, there was uh, a big pet food scare, and apparently mm-hmm. there was some pet food that was being imported from China oh, yeah. that had poisonous substances in right. it, and pets were getting sick and dying. That's not good. And they finally... Uh, I, I guess finally cleared that up, but mm. I always would read the where stuff is manufactured, and I'm yeah. not going to buy something that's made in <laughs> in Lower Slovenia or, yeah. or, or or you know Shanghai. Right. So that's the point. And they had all kinds of other things that came out. I guess there was some cheap toothpaste at one point in time for people that there was stuff in it that it was uh, hurting people. This right. was a few years back. Right. And it was all made in, in China. Okay. So you just got to... They
0: don't have quite the uh, requirements that the U.S. does when it comes to
1: foodstuffs and that's, uh, things you put it's in, in your gotta be body. you of got to be kind of careful there.
0: We do have that hazy sunshine, 61 degrees over the hill, the haze caused by that smoke from the wildfires up north, 59 downtown. 55 in Superior. Looking ahead in the forecast to Wednesday. Slight chance of showers or thunderstorms, but that's the only mention of rain for the week. It'll be pretty warm, too, on Wednesday with upper 80s possible. Uh, Looks like middle 80s again on Thursday, and we'll round out the week in the upper 70s on Friday. Looking ahead to the weekend, uh, mostly cloudy. Chance of showers on Saturday, upper 70s, and a slight chance of showers uh, on Sunday, too with highs in the upper 70s. Uh, there All right, you go. There you go. Nice, the week's uh, nice, forecast, nice forecast. Actually, it's very summery, that's
1: for sure. Well, I guess we'll see you Wednesday.
0: All right, we'll leave you with the Beatles then. The Beatles. Uh Neil will be back on Wednesday, 8 o'clock. I'll be back right after news next hour as we wrap up the morning show on a Monday.
1: You think you've lost your love?